Hi, everyone. Welcome to OMG Stop. I'm Krista. I'm Jamie. And you guys, it's our 30th episode. Woo! <laughs> We're so excited, guys. This is our 30th episode, and Jamie and I are having this kind of close out our season of season one of OMG Stop. We're going to do another season, guys. Just kind of need to just take a little break, kind of reconvene with our own personal lives and the holidays and the end of the year kind of chaos going on, different things. And so we'll come back at you at some point. We're not sure exact date, TBD, but um, we'll come up with a new season very shortly. But it's just to kind of like bring it all together, guys, for now. So today we are talking about unpopular opinion. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of unpopular opinions between Krista and myself. So. Jamie, Jamie, I like this, guys, because here's the thing. I think all humans are very opinionated, but also, you know what? This is a fine, this is a safe zone. This is a safe place, guys. Exactly. And, is, and none of this is meant to be offensive, guys. We're all allowed to be humans, different perspectives. Obviously, it's nothing I'm sure Jamie's going to say that I'll be like, mm, like false, but like, okay. It's per person, guys. If you hear something here, you're like, hopefully no one's offended. No one should be offended. Please don't take it personally. It's just like random little things, Jamie, and I'll be spitfiring yep. <laughs> with perspectives on wide array of topics from different parts of media and things and daily life and society. <laughs> exactly. So there's a motorcycle it. passing my apartment. Anyway. Um, okay. Should I start? Should we? Yeah. Jamie, yep. Okay. Go for it. Jump right into um, you. So one of my unpopular opinions, uh, and I was reminded of this via a meme on Facebook the other day, is that leggings, especially as we get into the colder season, leggings are not pants. <laughs> leggings are not pants. If you're wearing workout leggings, that's different because they're made to be like pants. They're not, see I hope they're not see-through. Always do a squat test when you buy new workout leggings, ladies. <laughs> Make sure they're not see-through because you don't, you don't need anyone seeing that, you know. Uh, they're meant to more be like pants, but regular leggings, like a cotton, like a black cotton legging, they tend to be very see-through. You need to wear a tunic or long t-shirts, something's going to cover your butt. You can still wear them with your Uggs, but just, they're not meant to be like full-blown pants. Like I've seen girls with like crop tops and leggings and I'm like, no, 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 that's not how, sorry. That's just, that's my unpopular opinion. I love that. I feel like, Jamie, I feel like we saw that in college at times. Yes. <laughs> I saw that in high school. Dude, your school started early. Maybe, maybe I just didn't pay attention to it in high school. I'm sure girls did, and I was kind of like, but Jamie said, material matters, guys. Always squat test because, yes, if I wear workout clothes, I like, Jamie, I think you're talking about, yeah, so the kind of the sheer black leggings, guys. I call them like tights. If I use it under a skirt, that's different. Don't wear those naked, like with nothing on top of it. Same with the black leggings, Jamie's saying. Also, because, Jamie, fun little fact, everyone's different, guys. Any unpopular opinion, Jamie? Maybe kind of to throw in here, too. I always work out in underwear. Not, like, only underwear, but I'm saying that some people I know opt to, like, not wear underwear with leggings. I, I oh, always I wear under Not to be TMI. Really? <laughs> but I also wear, Wait. like, black, like super dark black leggings when I Wait, work Wait, can out. you explain to me? Because here's the thing. Someone, some other fitness pro had like a poll yesterday and I was like, here's the thing. I've heard about the commando thing. This is not like new. But Jamie, question like, you will work out like just like if it's a legging for working out like in a fitness class. You like <gasps> Only if it's a workout legging. Is it like a seam thing or just like a comfort thing? Like why do you go like- uh, More of a comfort thing. Also like I just, I don't want to get- um, more of a yeast infection possibly wearing <sighs> underwear and I mean like I know there's you've mentioned Krista there's special workout underwear um, yeah 
I probably should buy, but even my mom, I think told me, and she was like, you know, workout leggings are made. So like, you don't really have to wear underwear with them. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. But yeah, it's more of a comfort thing for me. Sorry guys. That's TMI. No, it's fair. Jimmy, no, I just, the thing is just like unique. I didn't know the other side of it because like, Dude, you do what makes you happy. But like Jamie said too, guys, also like check out your gynecologist. Just kidding. <laughs> but I just know everyone, you know, has different guys. You know, like I said, the gut microbiome in our stomach, similar to different, but for the female, you know, reproductive system. So there's lots of to be aware of. But yeah, fun fact, that's my popular opinion that I always wear underwear when I work out. I like, and yeah, whenever, even like in track, people in high school were like, oh, who's not wearing underwear today? And I was like, I'm not part of this club. What the heck? Who do I, who do I go to school with? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely wear underwear, though, if you're wearing regular, regular leggings, though. Oh, my God, yes. Definitely. That, dude, um, it depends. It depends. I've always worn underwear. Also, <laughs> I want to recommend a product as we get into colder seasons, but um, if you need leggings for layering, if you live in a cold area, highly recommend the Uniqlo Heat Tech leggings. Uniqlo also is having a bunch of sales right now. Their clothing is, I also recommend their fleece jackets. Um, super affordable. You can get a fleece jacket for like 10 bucks right now. And the so Heat nice. Tech leggings are very true to size. They're also really comfortable to wear around your house. They're incredibly see-through though. They're meant to be layered underneath clothing. Don't wear them as regular leggings. I will tell <laughs> you right now, but, uh, they're really, they're really comfortable. You can even wear them under skinny jeans. That's how thin they are. I've worn them under skinny jeans before on really cold days, but I highly recommend them. And yeah, they're nice and warm and cozy. If you just like lounge around your house too, and work from home. That's impressive, Jamie, to fit them under pants. Wow. Yeah. Especially, you know what they're really good. If you have like a really loose pair of pants, they kind of tighten them a little bit. So when oh, I wear that's them, kind of fun. Yeah. So when I wear them, I'll usually wear them with like a looser pair of jeans. Um, but they are so like, they're so good when it's absolutely freezing out and their fleece jackets as well. Like I have a very old fleece jacket from them and I layer that under, um, like my coat sometimes if it's like really, really frigid and like windy out. Yeah. Nice. Good All stuff. the bundle tips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, this is my unpopular opinion. Maybe it's because I'm Jewish. Maybe it's because I, I was telling Krista before this, I've never really liked the holiday season. I just think Christmas music is really annoying. I think it's annoying. I don't, I've never, I've never gotten it. I've never been a fan of it. I, I like Hanson's Christmas album, which is <laughs> 20, oh my God, I think he said it like, it had it like 23rd birthday or something the other day. So uh, but Hanson has two great Christmas albums. They're very catchy. Their last, their latest one is like, it's Christmas music, but it's hands, more like Hanson music. <laughs> Hanson has a certain style. I just never really understood it. And I used to listen to the radio a lot as, as a kid. And I think I just got really annoyed that the same song would play over and over again. I mean, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is like, it's a, it's a jam. Let's see. <laughs> but everything else, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Annoying. But I think, Jamie, that's what you said before. Like, I think it makes sense because you, if you don't celebrate the holiday, then of course, like, the music will be annoying to you. Or, like, you'd be like, I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. I think that's super fair game and, like, can't even be, like, argued against because I love Christmas music for sure. But also, Christmas is a big thing in my family because I grew up Catholic and also just, like, with my, um, my mom's extended family and my dad's, we used to get together on the holidays. And, like, especially for my dad's family, we'd only see them on Christmas. So, mm. like, a certain thing we used to do. You know what I mean? So, so it's been yeah. special. But I think also because I'm a July 25th baby, I'm like, oh, my God, Christmas in July. So, like, Christmas uh, is kind of a very grand. big shopping promotion, by the way. When I worked really? at home, that was a very big promo time for us, Christmas in July. 
Jamie, there's a really good, oh my God, this is crazy, guys, but when ABC Family used to be a thing, some of it is a Christmas, they used to have a thing with like Frosty and Rudolph called Christmas in July. Oh my God. Rudolph and Frosty Christmas in July. It was really good. It's like two hours. Anyways. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry at all. Okay. Other unpopular opinion, guys. I think maybe I mentioned before in the pod, but I don't drink, guys. Very unpopular opinion because people may think, okay, how can you be social? You spent seven years in New York City. I've dated a bunch or enough slash like I'm not afraid to go out. And people say, oh, let's go out for drinks. Like I don't mind going at a bar. I have no problem, guys, being at a bar, like dancing at a bar in general, being with friends. Like if, someone, if I'm with friends like and they're all drinking and I'm not, I'm not offended. Maybe Jimmy, because not I didn't grow up with that, but it's like when I was working at Ben and Jerry's when I was in high school, we would always hang out. We were a really close-knit group. A lot of them were all college kids, you know, when I was a high school baby. And so we, like, hang out at their apartments, like, after our work shift would end, like, super late at night and the weekends. We were all just, like, got along so well. And a lot of them would drink constantly. But I never – I've obviously seen, like, the negative effects of alcohol, so I've never been into drinking. Through family members, through my neighbors. Um, honestly, some family I used to babysit for, some scary stuff happened. I'm, with my alcohol. mom is the same way. A lot of her friends drank in college because um, as she says that's the only thing there was to do but my mom was never never into that I think that's fine there are times I've gone to bars with friends there was one happy hour I went to right before COVID happened and myself and like three other friends were like I don't really want to drink I have big things going on tomorrow at work like I'm just going to get a seltzer I'm just going to get a ginger ale I think that's totally fine I think more people our age are stopping drinking like they, they they're just like you know what I hate the way it makes me feel it makes me gain weight I'm just, I'm cool with like a club soda. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, guys, too. It's like, listen, I already have enough. Like, I caught myself, I'm sure, my own stress because, like, high function anxiety and, like, always trying to be better than my previous self. Um, and that causes stress and acne and whatnot. You guys, alcohol is also very dehydrating and it's, um, it, you know, dehydrates your skin, depletes a lot of nutrients from your body, beyond Jamie said, too. A lot of people gain severe amounts of weight. I think, Jimmy, also that's why, like, I'm sure you, I know different situations, I guess, from our previous episode about um, body transformation, but you, like, I never had, like, we never, we both didn't go to normal college where people, like, gain a lot of weight from drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, we went to a college where everyone was very, um, very, I don't want to say uptight, but appearance, yeah. appearance was a thing. Oh, dude, yeah, like, I'm sure my roommate, no, no joke, and this is, yeah. like, maybe too much information, but I'm pretty sure my roommate did, like, cocaine. Like, not when I was with her, but, like, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, There were definitely kids at FIT that did cocaine. <laughs> dude, design majors, no offense, like, I love artsy people, but, like, dude, they had crazy schedules, Jamie. They need I swear to I saw on. someone, like, doing it in the cafeteria. <laughs> oh, my God, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wasn't phased by it, to be honest. I was just going, like, oh, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. But also – yeah <laughs> people definitely also at Kaufman because be when you turn 21 and like you can it's very easy to sneak alcohol into that dorm like you can just put it in a tote bag and like oh. we sneak alcohol all the time into our dorms yeah. and like you could easily hide it like you know and it was so easy to hide. Like my roommate, when my roommate turned 21, like Whole Foods always had like a, an array of beers and stuff. My roommate was very into trying new beers and yeah. she would like go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's and like always buy like new bottles of beer. I always had like a can of cider in there. Like no one, no one knew. But I don't remember kids getting, I do remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my mom didn't. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I never saw, I did see one of the like main housing people catch 
kids coming into Coffin that were underage and drunk. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's different. But yeah, I've never, um, I've never purchased alcohol, like meaning like, yeah, like, I mean, actually, no, rewind. Maybe I've like, whenever I would, if I ever like had like a sip or two of alcohol, like obviously when age kind of, I'm of age, like over 21 and stuff going out in the city, I was never, I never finished a full beer, A, and B, like I never bought it for myself. <laughs> uh, I've never purchased alcohol at all for myself, ever. I have no interest in that. Yeah. Popular opinion because everyone's like, oh my God, but then how do you socialize? It's like, yo, I'm so damn fun to be around. I don't need alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. a popular opinion, Jamie, for that one. Okay. Um, well, I guess to go along with Chris's, my unpopular opinion is I think soda is disgusting and I've never liked soda except for ginger ale. That's really it. I never liked soda. I always thought it tasted funny, which my parents were very happy about as a child. <laughs> It's, like, a good problem to have, though, Jamie. You know what I mean? Like I said, I mean, I know, like, we grew up with a lot of soda in the house, but it was, like, more soda, of course, than alcohol. But, like, even still, like, my dad doesn't drink, but, like, he's a big soda dude. And um, that's also, guys, you know, it's all within reason, but, I mean, that you save yourself some cavities, Jamie, and everything, you know? <laughs> so it's not a bad thing that you didn't touch soda. Yeah. No, my parents were super happy about that. They were like, oh, thank goodness. But my parents love soda. They always have, like, Diet Coke in the house or – um bright or something like that so they're big soda people nice oh i guess also jimmy oh i don't know if this is a popular opinion but i just thought of this now because we're in like a food kind of realm food and beverage department um i guys i feel like you mean new york it was so trendy for so long cachoe pepe i don't like it <laughs> i have never tried it but also there's certain cheeses i just do not like and i feel like i would not like cachoe pepe oh wait are you picky on cheese yes i did not know that I hate the smell of Parmesan cheese. It, it freaks me out. I totally, I totally get that, but dude, it tastes so good. But I understand. I, I know. I understand. I know what you mean. It's like a feet smell. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, cacio. Yeah, I, I, I see the cacio e pepe. I, I get it. Remember, so I tried the Trader Joe one, and like I said, it's not bad, but it's like not my thing at all. I just don't get the hype. So yeah. I, like, I, mean, I told you that one year, everyone, especially when I was like working, but more so like interning for like a full full year, all of senior year, I was interning at Marie Claire in two different departments, the um, advertising sales department and the marketing and events. They were all raving and like sharing on social, like, oh, Cacho Pepe at that place, well, Carbon or something else. Yeah. Well, yeah. Carbon. Well, I do want to try the Carbon spicy vodka. That looks great. That does sound but good. <laughs> another restaurant. I think it's on the Lower East Side that does the Cacho Pepe where they like do it in the cheese bowl. Oh, I've seen that. People have shared. I think it's, oh. on, I think it's in the East Village. Um, and I think they, like, made Cadre Pepe, like, a big thing. Yes. But, I, mean, I feel like, you know what? I think that's almost like an Instagram social media trend. That's what I kind of feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm just not – it's, like, like, I'm not even into really cream sauces either oh, when it comes – I don't like Alfredo. I don't like Alfredo. Oh, no, guys. I don't like Alfredo either. Oh, no, no, no. Some people no. love it, though, Jamie. I'm, like, not – I'm, like, a marin – I'm, like, a tomato sauce kind of, like, you know, yeah. potatoes. I mean, sorry, Even, even pesto. Like, I know traditional pesto has, I think, Parmesan in it, but I just – I like pesto without – I don't want cheese in it. I just want the pine nuts and the basil, like, and the oil. Yeah. I don't want cheese – in it I don't mind like creamy tomato sauce like like a bot like a vodka like that I don't mind but creamy soups and creamy cheeses are just not creamy Ooh. sauces not really anything to me the more you know dude I love yeah. that like I love like certain like my mom is like a really good tomato soup that we do it's not homemade anything crazy but just like the way we do it it's very good with noodles sort of sort of Ooh. soup it's a good like you know cold day kind of thing noodles and yeah. tomato soup tomato soup is so good 
Jimmy, you love a tomato soup and grilled cheese moment. I feel like I feel like you go I for that. I do like a tomato soup and grilled. <laughs> you know what I used to do when I was eating more dairy and gluten? Uh, my dad used to make tomato soup with pasta and we would put mozzarella in it and I'd make like a pizza soup. Oh my God, that makes sense. Yeah, my grandma made really good matzo balls and uh, chicken soup and my dad tried to re- replicate it and he's like, I don't know what she does. I can't do this. Um, it wasn't as good, but yeah. And my grandma used to make bomb grilled cheese. I don't know what she did, but damn, her grilled cheese was so good. (laughs) Well, Jamie, what was it? The diner you went to for your birthday that year? That's when I first had matzo balls. They were so good. Ben's. Yeah, guys, if you are, if you're in New York City um, or Long Island, Ben's, Ben's uh, kosher delicatessen makes the best matzo ball soup. Or if you live in New York City, I would also recommend Sarge's. I just ordered matzo ball soup from them last night because I was in the mood. Uh, (laughs) And they make also very good matzo ball soup. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, also, you know who makes good soup? Dallas Barbecue in New York City. Oh my God, get out. I would never think of them for soup, dude. My mom, my parents swear by their chicken noodle soup. It's really good. It's really hearty. They, they put a lot of vegetables in it and noodles and it's like truly homemade. They make really good soup if you're looking for good chicken soup. Anyway. I would never think of them for chicken. They're a barbecue place, guys. And they're usually like really good, like barbecue It's so sauce. cheap, guys. You can get a meal, a full-blown meal there with like French fries, cornbread and everything for $10. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, maybe 15. You think 10? I think maybe under 15. No, it's like the quarter chicken with <laughs> rice, with rice or french fries and cornbread is $7.99. <laughs> That's my go-to. Jamie hasn't been there recently. Their alcohol is expensive because they make these like gigantic Texas-sized drinks. Their drinks are like $20. Dude, a lot of sugar. Is- yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, a lot of sugar. But it's so good. They also make really good hamburgers stop oh my god now i want barbecue now this is turning to a food episode I know. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. sorry guys okay i need to think of an unpopular opinion now um if you could do a one of your media ones do like a tv thing or yeah, we didn't get to a that TV topic one. Um, so a tv one uh that i realized recently if you guys have been watching the real housewives of orange county it's kind of boring this season um i really think I really miss Tamara. I think Tamara would be stirring the pot this season. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? It'd be so good. It'd be so good. She and Shannon could be dos amigas, even though they're not friends anymore at all. Cause well, so Shannon, Vicky and Tamara were the trace amigas. That was like their thing, but Vicky's not on the show anymore. Tamara's not on the show anymore. Tamara's friends with Gina. Like Tamara could have stirred the whole pot with the Shannon Gina drama going on guys. I just, I, I kind of miss her. I kind of miss her. <laughs> Jamie wants more drama, guys. It's not juicy enough. <laughs> the show is that the season's like kind of boring, to be honest. It's not great. And also, Kelly Dodd is just like, oh God, she's awful. She's just awful. <laughs> Why does that name sound familiar, Jamie? She, Why do I recognize that she, name? She um, is now married to Rick Leventhal from Fox News. Oh. Yeah. I don't know him, but I recognize He the also name. thinks like COVID basically doesn't exist. Um, ah, that explains a lot. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. She's cuckoo. She's a little cuckoo. Well, also with reality to me than you, um, guys, I am popular in opinion or not. I like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And that is so, I'm not a basic guys person. I don't think, ask Jamie, I feel like I'm a very like non-boring person in so many ways. And I don't think it's boring, but I think it's like, you know what? I don't watch many like guilty pleasure TV stuff. Like I don't watch Jamie's big Bravo fan of those kind of shows. I don't watch any of the housewife stuff. I don't watch any of the other kind of series. People watch a lot of other like junky stuff. Maybe it's like, you know, it's good junk food for them on VH1 or whatever those other kind of like big brother stuff. I don't watch that. 
I like Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, good play within reason. I prefer Amazing Race and Survivor, like the kind of competition shows. But you guys, I'm sorry. Is great because my sister now has gotten into it. Do you know, get her to bond over it with me? It's like oh, funny because it's like fun because like my mom will kind of watch it a little bit, but then she'll like fall asleep because she falls asleep so early now. So it's like parents just like get old and they fall asleep. Like I don't know. <laughs> so like watching TV, my sister and I will watch it. But it's more fun, guys, always when it's like, you know, a male sorry, when it's a female lead, because then you have more guys to look at. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's like a poly situation, but like it's great to kind of like figure out, oh, maybe he's kind of cute for these kind of dates. Maybe he's better for this. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's fun. It's entertaining. Yes, it depends on the seasons. I know sometimes like they have people who are either very young, maybe very immature, very indecisive. And you're like, dude, you're being paid. And they all end up on the show afterwards, like having tons of social media deals and they all live in California. And you're like, do you Bad actually work? Fun sponsorships. Dude, that too. But I haven't seen a lot of them. Also, I don't follow all of them. I don't, some of my other friends like follow a lot of them. I'm not guys like drinking the, like the 360 juice of the Bachelorette world. Like I don't watch every single like Bachelor in Paradise kind of stuff. No, but I like the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I think within reason. I don't watch every season. I haven't seen every season. I'm proud to say that, which is fine if you do. But like, I don't watch that much TV. So that's one little guilty pleasure of mine that people are like, that's weird. But I'm like, yo, Hopeless Romantic, so I watch that stuff. <laughs> um, I just thought of like a media one too. This is my own unpopular opinion maybe. I think Ed Sheeran is the greatest solo artist that I've ever seen in concert. <gasps> Jimmy, you really loved it seeing him. Yeah, you loved that. You saw you saw a couple times live? Two, three? More like four. Has it been that many? Oh I, think my it's, God. I think I've seen him four times. Guys, I saw him perform to a sold-out crowd at Madison Square Garden, and the way he captivated Madison Square Garden was unlike anything I've ever seen a performer do. Like, it was my what he does is mind blowing as an artist, and you have to see it live. Dude, I get it. I like me, you know, like I mean, obviously, guys are different. I mean, I love Ed Sheeran too, Jane, but obviously, guys, you know, maybe I'm popular opinion, maybe not. I'm a huge Billy Joel fan, guys, and I've seen Billy Joel at MSG, Madison Square Garden, six times. And I would I was supposed to see him seven actually, but then I think I had to move. So that's what happened. I was like gonna reserve it. I was like, because he has a monthly residency, guys. That probably is all halted right now because COVID. But when Billy started it, uh, my dad and I actually went to his first residency show at MSG. And Jimmy, that energy because dude, you know, New Yorker, like he's my favorite Long Islander. Like, dude, like I love you too, but you know what I mean? It's like Billy, tried and true. Billy, <laughs> Billy is Long Island. <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite Long Islanders too. I love it. Like I said, guys, my dad and I, uh, the big village old man, we've gone to his motorcycle shop in Oyster Bay, which is like beautiful. Had a really good, Jimmy, had a really good, actually, like, what was it? Chicken salad sandwich from some little cafe nearby. Okay. There's a lot of good food places in Oyster Bay. There's also a brewing company up there that's very good. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oyster Bay is so a beautiful cute. area. Oh my God. The beautiful. bridges, the tolls to get over there were like so expensive. Oh my God. Well, it's like, it's, it's a lot. It's big money up there. I know. That's you're why. Also, it, you're also kind of near um, Teddy Roosevelt's house. Oh, that's what you said, kind of too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, in in elementary school, which he has a lot of. Um, he was a hunter, so there's a lot of dead animals in that house. And let's just say my fourth grade class was not having Jamie, it. Jamie, taxidermy stuff going. On? Yeah, big taxidermy <laughs> dude, and half the class like ran out of the house screaming. That could be traumatizing for certain kids. It was oh really traumatizing for nine. We were in nine. Like that's. I know that's <laughs> not like. Yeah, that's half young. the kids in my class were like, nope, nope, no, 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 bye. Jimmy, if I was, like, surrounded by, like, dead animals that look alive, I would not be comfortable sleeping. I mean, but also I have a lot of uncles who hunt and, like, not my dad, but my mom's brother, Jamie, they have a lot of, like, 
deer in their house. I know that yeah. sounds really whack, but it's like not taxidermy. Maybe taxidermy, maybe it's taxidermy. I guess it all is. I don't even know. Sorry. But like on different ways, I guess, to kind of like mount it on the wall. Like the ones they've killed and stuff, even bucks. I don't even know. But one of my other uncles has like other animals on the wall that he's like hunted. I don't know. Not my thing, but it's like a thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. So that's another one. I'm trying to thank you. The other thing. Uh, I just went, I think it's your turn. I guess we kind of went back and forth. No, you said Ed Sheeran. Okay, I said Billy Joel too. Um, yeah. yeah. I think Hanson's the best band I've ever seen perform live. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan of theirs. Like they they too, they're really great. Like guys, they're they're really, really incredible. I mean, I think it's I think it's important, guys, especially to like you know, it's good to appreciate those things. Especially I think maybe now more than ever when we don't have concerts, slash we kind of like can't do in person stuff. I mean, something so special, dude, about seeing a live show like that, whether a small venue, Jamie, or like a big venue, you know, like it's small as what, like Jamie, I'm trying to think, what is it? Not like Bowery something, or is it like what's smaller than Terminal Five? I'm saying like we'll have really small like shows. Gramercy uh, Webster Hall is kind of not that Web- small. Mm. But like, eh, it's been um, remodeled and like shut down and stuff. But well, I'm trying to think what's smaller. <gasps> Brooklyn something is like actually not that small, but super cool. It's oh, cool Williamsburg concert. Musical. Oh, I haven't been there, but that's also supposed to be really cool. Like, like small. small. Um, there's one. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a Bowery Ballroom. That's yeah. I think that's big though, right? Maybe that is big. But even still, Jamie, I think it's like cool how like you know a variety of venues, guys. Like I said, Jamie and I have both like seen some small shows, some big shows. But it's like guys, I've seen concerts at Radio City and like a ton at um, MSG, Madison Garden. I saw a couple shows, Jamie, at the Barclays Center too. And it's like, dude, yeah. regardless of where the event, like that's also super huge. Uh, I think it's like like the, it's like the ceiling. It's kind of just like it just like seems like more spacious, even though I think MSG holds more people somehow. I just like the layout of Barclays is like interesting with seating. So I don't know, but I think guys, it's like special how, you know, to feel so connected to like some artists and especially the whole, like Jamie said, the whole crowd singing along certain songs and everything. Like you said with the Ed stuff, Jamie, you know, so this for Billy Joel, like I said, I mean, dude, two hour show, sometimes almost three. Like he did like literally eight encores one time. It's like, God damn. Yeah. Nice oh, I went to, um, you know, it's a smaller venue. Uh, last time I saw Hanson, well, sorry. The second to last time I saw Hanson was at PlayStation Theater in Times Square. That's actually yes! – that's a pretty small venue. You have never seen shows. I feel like Jamie, a lot of like – what is it? Are you thinking a lot of pop people, like pop – kind of like pop music, I feel like, shows there? Or like Hanson's big though, dude. They had a Hanson did their 25th anniversary tour there. But then when they did their, um, their String Theory tour – <laughs> they did that at uh, Beacon Theater, which was really big. But they also had a much bigger sex. They had an orchestra with them. So. Oh, my gosh. But it's so funny, because I've never seen a show at PlayStation Theater. But, like, obviously, I've been around that area a lot, like, near, you know, New York Times Building slash, like, um, what is it, um, Port Authority kind of thing. Yeah. It's always a line. When you I know, it's also kitchen. a good place. Um, if you guys are theater people, they're not – it's not available right now. But um, Don't Tell Mama is one of my favorite, like, cabaret bars. And all the people who work there are Broadway people. And then sometimes they have like drag queens come in and perform. Megan and Elizabeth <gasps> used to go there at night. Cause if you go after 9 PM, there was no cover. You just had it. There was just like a drink minimum and it was a party. Jamie, is that where we went before for Morgan's thing? Or was it a different piano place you went to? Was it mm-hmm. Don't Tell Mama? I'm talking about, maybe it was. No, you probably, was- did you go to Marie's? Marie's Crisis is the other one. No, it was someplace you, I swear it was like from Morgan's birthday and it was in the HK area for sure. Like I definitely was living there at the time. Oh, that was, no, no, no. That was, um, that was Howl at the Moon. Thank you, Howl at the Moon. It was way bigger, way bigger venue. Hey, but that place is cool too. I'd only been there that one time. I don't That's think they're open anymore. I think they closed. I went to one in Boston. 
That's what they had different locations. They had different locations in different cities. Yeah, it was a chain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, did they close before COVID? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They oh, maybe COVID. I knew this, but like, oh, that was still a fun time, though. I think it was kind I of really cool. that was a fun birthday that she had. <laughs> <laughs> those are all good yeah. anyways okay fun stuff guys but yeah anyway. well those kind of performing thing jimmy like live in there i think also oh Jimmy, i guess i'll get into then this thing yeah um zodiac guys i mentioned it before but i believe in astrology and i'm not saying like super woo woo i'm like i'm looking at you and i'm like that is so on taurus of you like i'm not that wackadoo but i definitely support and believe the fact that it's great guys to kind of categorize personalities based on zodiac sign and i'm saying like maybe you know i told you when i first started getting into zodiac and all these things with, like astrology with like some performing arts kind of people, Jimmy, that I met, so doing part-time jobs in New York. It's like, guys, if you realize, after you kind of like find out information about how Zodiac and astrology and kind of like what the different benchmarks are for different signs and what determines somebody, like it's a fire sign, earth, air, whatever. The thing is, guys, sometimes you take a step back and you're like, everybody in my life is X, Y, Z. It's kind of like, it's fun little, it's social patterns, guys. And it's really fun to kind of, kind of like, you know, help maybe you better understand or realize who you kind of best jive with. I don't know. I think it's a fun way to figure out. You know, I'm not saying like I'm not friends with someone because of this, but I realize I've had certain things come up with certain people because of X. And it's like, it's a weird, I think it's a fun fact. Maybe it's self, maybe it's self, um, self-filling prophecy at times. I don't know. I know I'm like deep into the Zodiac thing, but even still guys, I think it's legit shit. So I'm all about it. And obviously uh, I mention it all the time. So, and my family, it makes fun of me all the time, but they're so into it now too. They're like, they're like subtly into it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree with I I agree with that for sure. Um, oh my god, I'm trying to think of like other. Oh well, I have you, you went to Australia. I just thought like a Disney one. <gasps> yeah, yeah, go into that. My unpopular opinions that I hate Disney movies, like <gasps> Disney princess movies. I I just think they portray a lot of false senses of things, and I never really liked them as a kid. And I don't understand people that are into Disney princesses at our age. <sighs> You said, Jimmy, because I think you mentioned before, right? You like you don't like how people like want to be like an adult Disney princess. Is that what you said? Yeah, before? like you're, like, you're not you're not gonna be Belle. It's never it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I just don't like. I've been to Disney World twice and I loved it. I just was never really into Disney movies. Like I just never really was into that. Like by the time I was ten, I remember telling my friends we were too old for the Disney store at that point. Jamie, you were that kid. Oh, stop. You have to keep, like, the child alive inside. Krista, I'm I'm only child. I was around adults my whole life. I acted like I was 50 when I was 10 years old. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm realizing that now. (laughs) I'm realizing that now. That's why I didn't have a ton of friends growing up. Because I was like, oh, my God, I acted like a 50-year-old man. Um, I just, like, I never really... I never really was into it. I was into like, definitely as a kid, I was into like Barney for sure. Like oh my, my baby God. pop doll had to go with me everywhere. Baby pop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Baby. BJ. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, like, I love it. That I liked, but I just never was into like Disney shows and stuff. I liked Disney Channel, you know, like as I got older and Nickelodeon and all that, but I just was never into Disney princesses. I don't think I've ever even seen half of the Disney movies. Like I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. I don't think I've ever fully watched Snow White. Um, I had Pocahontas on VHS and, a, and Aladdin as a kid. But Those are good I was ones. even pissed off in high school when we did Beauty and the Beast for our senior senior musical. I was like, because that's another, oh, oh my God, I just thought of, an, of another unpopular opinion to go <laughs> along with this. If, can I say it? Yeah, oh my God, dude, go with it. I don't think Disney belongs on Broadway. <gasps> Wait, how come, Jamie? Like you don't like it? Don't you don't like it coming live to stage on the in a theater I just, situation? I just don't get it. I've never seen Disney shows on Broadway. I should preface by saying that. I just don't 
think it has a place because to me, it's not, it's not like hundred percent original. Like the greatest thing about Broadway is that it's original content and it's made for Broadway and it's made for the stage. And with Disney, you're just taking a movie and putting it into stage form. I know that's also been done with Legally Blonde and other, other non-Disney things. Um, I just don't think it has a place on Broadway because I also think you're taking the place of other writers and artists that could have had that exposure. You like, I totally get that perspective. The, the other side of it, flip side, obviously, like I'm a big Disney fan and everything, but thing is like, you know, especially like for parents with kids and stuff, Jamie, it kind of, I think, almost could be a gateway to get them into Broadway, I'm saying, to like show interest, I'm saying, into performing arts and live shows. That's the only thing. You know what I mean? So like, there's two yeah. sides to it. That's the whole thing. But I totally know what you mean when it's supposed to be like, because you want to be more independent, filmy kind of on stage in that kind of sense for like people who literally are wanting to be creating these kind of productions. You know what I mean? And in right. fact, that's like, like other stuff. Like Wicked. Like Wicked has the production value of a Disney production, but it's not Disney, you know, yeah. or Hamilton. Well, Hamilton like, is it Disney now? Because Disney Plus has it. Like, yeah. is it a Disney production? I don't know. But also the thing is, you know, a lot of money goes behind it. So I think that's kind of thing maybe why Disney maybe will go to Broadway is because dude, like also, I don't know, I'm saying obviously like all the permissions and things that are required to for a show to be on Broadway, but it's like, the money required you also it's like what can bring people in and like sell tickets disney that's yeah. the thing i'm saying where other shows of course can too but things kind of like you know people want something familiar i think especially when it comes to like i, I don't know so i think that's kind of like the perspective of but it then you, know you also I mean? have like revivals of shows like <gasps> that's you know? true too like the music man was supposed to be revived carousel <gasps> was revived west side story was revived yeah you know i don't know i'm just i'm that kind of theater person that's yeah, that's totally good. fine. Fun Disney fact, Alan Menken, who wrote the music to most of your favorite Disney movies, um, he wrote a show that was performed on Long Island a very, very long time ago. My dad was in it. My dad was supposed to go to Broadway to be in his show. It didn't happen, though. Jamie, that's so crazy. Fun little fact. <laughs> <laughs> Fun little fact. Anyway, oh, my gosh. What's, what's one of your un unpopular opinions? Chris? Oh, Jamie, another one that I didn't mention yet. Um, yeah, I think it's probably an unpopular opinion, guys, but I kiss on a first date. It's not like automatic, like I said. I don't like meet you and I'm like, oh, let's make out. Like false. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of person. Um, especially in COVID, that none of the above is happening in COVID. But um, in general, guys, I think everyone has their own, you know, dating rules or people have their own comfort levels and intimacy things. All I know is that I'm a physical person. Yes, I'm a female, but also like one of my love languages is physical touch. So I don't. I learn more about you physically than verbally, but. Also, it can be misconstrued, of course. People are like, you know, because in the first date, you're not going to last forever. I think that's also kind of bullshit. So it depends on the person because we all know somebody. Well, I personally know somebody who literally met their husband. Things happen fast on their first date, and they're now married with two kids. So everyone's different. People think, kind of think, you will write it off. Be like, oh, things move too fast physically. It doesn't no, last. That I'm, could be true, but it depends. I think like I was. I, I, I see no problem with it. Dude, I feel like I was like, called out by other people, and I'm not going to say who, but I just think it's like, you know what? <laughs> you guys also do what you feel comfortable with. My whole thing is like, I do what I feel like, and not in a oh, rebellious, like, let's be kind of way, but it's like, you know what? If I, you know, if I see something someone's wearing, like, I'm going to compliment them. Or it's like, you know, I like something, I'm going to do it or say it. It's like, listen, if I have feelings for someone, I'm not just going to, like, hold it in. Dude, we're too young for that. No one has enough time, even pre-COVID. Like, life is too short, guys. I don't know. I don't like saving things, but also that's just me. Like, I like to kind of act fast. I'm not someone who's like, oh, even though I have, Jamie, actually, this totally separate fun fact, I have saved a box of crayons that was like some like super, I'm not even kidding, some super like, what was it, exclusive or rare, like 
box set of like special special thing Crayola came out with like forever ago for Christmases. I kept it as a kid. For some reason, Jamie, in my brain, I was like, I'm not going to use these crayons till I'm 25. Why would I color 25? It just made sense at the time. I have not opened the crayon box ever since. <laughs> it's still sitting there untouched. But like I'm saying, you know, it's kind of those kind of things, right? It's like, I don't know. If I'm with somebody on first date, it's going well, things are going to happen. But that's just me. Everyone's kind of like, oh, I don't touch on the first date. Whatever, guys. I make a move, okay? I'm not afraid to be the bold one here. As a female, I don't care. Fuck the gender role shit situation. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> well, that kind of goes along with like, you know, I don't necessarily believe the guy has to pay on the first date, you know? Why put the pressure on all on him? If, you know? Yes, I know. I'm so – I get so kind of like mm, internally like, ah, my Gemini moon comes out where I'm like, I see both sides because – No, I do too. Like I think it's yeah. very nice. Like if they want to, I'll accept. But also I don't want them to feel like they have to be pressured in that gender role. 100%, Jamie. I don't want to be expected because if I was a man, I don't want to be expected on me. You know what I mean? Like again, Jamie said the Barney – you mentioned Barney before. I mean seriously, joking, but it's so true. The doing to others the way you want to be treated. Like I'm so hardcore in that morality. I'm like, kind of like yeah. – I feel like my cousin mentioned that too. Like – that was one of the things he didn't like about being like being a guy. Like he just assumes he has to always like buy drinks for girls and this and that. And I'm like, you don't have to always buy the girl the drink if you don't want, like, it's okay. Yep. Like, you know, you don't have to spend all your money on, on women. Like, you know, 100%. Especially if, like the girl, you know, does as financially well as you do, or like, you know, strong headed like you. Yeah. Yeah. We were I talking about so. that with engagement rings too, like how um, how like expensive engagement rings are, and it's like ooh, ooh, <gasps> ooh. You mean, I, like oh, like ooh. Question for you afterwards, but no, but um, but also wait related to that topic. Then you with the men and women thing. I'm saying I think also you just kind of touched upon it, but like to say it out loud. I think it's totally a popular opinion, but like who cares? I believe the woman can make more than the man. It can still be a, like um, equally balanced, contributing, healthy relationship, and both parties can be happy. If you go, it's whatever makes sense of the situation, guys. It's I know, not about, you know I what know I mean? two people in that situation. Yeah. I don't think, guys, I mean, I totally get, you know, hey, listen, I don't have testosterone. I'm not actually a man. Obviously, I'm a woman. So it's like, I don't know what kind of internal gratification they feel from making more. But also, like, you can't be sexist. Like, it's also 2020. Like, people yeah. are going to make different amounts of money. You should want your significant other to be well off and doing well so you guys can come together and explode with life success together. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes absolutely 100% 100% that's a key I think it's like a big like conflicting thing to me. it affects a lot of people of course you know what I mean like dude it's like a big series money's a big thing guys for a lot of people it's, it's very subject I know in general for having your own business in small ways and also just in life even before COVID guys like anything with money is a very touchy subject yeah 100% yeah I don't know if I have any more did we have any others? I might – I don't know if I had – I thought I had one more, Jamie, but I don't have any. Oh, I, I just thought of one that we talked about before with Uggs. Oh, yes. And I think Uggs are great. I think Uggs are great shoes, and I don't care how ugly they are. They're freaking comfortable, and I will always <laughs> own a pair. I don't care how Uggs are ugly. You guys, you know what? They're, they're soft, plush things, pillows to put your feet into. <laughs> so. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Can I think of another one that I have some popular opinion? Um, oh, maybe I have some popular or not? Eh, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of like, again, both sides of like, eh, I get both ways, but I prefer print to digital. 
I'm a millennial, but I'm saying, Jimmy, like, me and I Jimmy, like, that with, in college with textbooks. Yeah. Yes, Jimmy, yes. Meaning, like, you know, Jimmy, all my life, you know, except for my nutrition school course I took, I was all online. I've always preferred, like, physical textbooks. Like, I think I did an ebook once because, like, the price made sense and I was like, I'm not going to use it that much. It's fine. But, like, guys, also, I'm someone who, you know, like, I have, I have some friends who are very old school and, like, are super sweet and they love to, like, write letters and a lot of people like you know like Jamie Chu sent me cards after all my surgery and I was like I still have all those in a box like I love all that I have a lot of them on display actually too right above where we're recording yeah I keep <laughs> cards too I love that but then Jamie it's like there's still I think as a special tangible like heartwarming factor to handwritten stuff to like printed things I'm saying you know again about books magazines etc like I still love magazines that are printed and I still like honestly deep down inside I'm kind of like oh even though it didn't work out for me in publishing. I still kind of wish that magazines were doing better than they are, like printed magazines. Yeah. It's just the nature of life. You know, it's like, obviously, guys, paper. Let's, like, you know, save on paper, be eco-friendly, slash, you know, we have digital resources now. Why not? It's cheaper for subscribers. And it's just, like, it's just a lot of pros and cons to weigh now, too, with, like, the world now and the fact that people, even before COVID, like, weren't shopping for magazines as often. I know my sister, she's still a big bookie. Um, some people I know will still, Jimmy, always buy physical books, right, instead of, like, an ebook. Yeah. My mom still takes books out of the library my eyes hurt if i if i read too much on like an ipad or my phone to be honest i love it that's why i like a physical book yeah i never liked ebooks in college i always needed like the physical book yeah but i know some people jamie who are like very much you know regardless of age maybe you know that's people who are older than us who are very like i keep it digital because people prefer to organize themselves that way yeah well you know what i mean i like digital because um when I was taking public transit, I liked that I always could have a book through the library on my phone to read if I just needed something quick to read. Because um, the that. public library has, you can get, you can take out books digitally. And I used to do that more just because there wasn't really, there is a library near my apartment, but it's smaller than like the big one. And then even the big one, like you only usually get like two weeks to have the book. So yes. Like, I just liked having something on my phone that I could always read when I was on the subway or the bus and, um, yeah, or I could read in bed. So, and then there were some books that I read that were really good that I actually would go and take the physical book out because I didn't finish it. I love that. Yeah, Jimmy, you're right. Cause remember, I had your public library, um, public library card. I think end of sophomore year, FIT, and then I used it a little bit in the summer. But uh, I think when I was like staying in the dorm or something like that, and um, I loved it. But yeah, like I, I'm not. I think I, here's the thing. I think I'm a fast reader, but like I have trouble sitting still, which is, I don't think, a surprise to anybody. <laughs> so um, it's not like nervous energy. It's just like I always have things in my mind where I want to like do this and that. And I feel like if I'm sitting down, I don't know, like then I overthink things and then I get to inside of my head and it's like I don't find it's like healthy for me long term, depending on the situation of the day. But um, I still, you know, I used to do, I mean, especially like growing up, I used to read um all the Nancy Drew I read the whole Nancy Drew book series I read a lot of other like Carolyn B Cooney books I read a lot of other kind of book mystery books suspense novels different fun like bakery mystery novels actually that they have a movie made of it on Hallmark that my grandmother and I watched the other week fun fact but um really cute stuff like that and like yeah I used to read a lot like I said growing up especially at daycare and things but like I definitely um have been you know magazine fan for so long and now I feel like you know I used to read a lot of online articles when my job was like sales and stuff in print but I feel like I don't read the same now because I feel like that's the problem right like it's good but bad that we're such a like temporary instant news blurb abbreviated situation for life you know what I mean how we all just yeah. you know see something on social come up and you're like hey I know the news and it's like no but what's the full story and and of course that I'm sure was like even more of a situation for obviously with the recent election and stuff we've mentioned so yeah, yeah. I don't know I think reading so any way that you take in information guys that works for you is cool I prefer print 
yeah, I prefer print and I like don't, I don't, I also have come to learning that I like nonfiction books. Like I don't really like to read yes. fiction anymore. I, I like to read about people and places. I love that, Jamie. Interesting. Nice. I feel like, I feel like I've, I've read a little bit of nonfiction. I feel like I like fiction better sometimes because of imagination. Does that make sense? Right? Fiction is not true. Nonfiction yeah. is true. I mix it up. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I like using my imagination and kind of like getting outside of reality sometimes through a book. So, mm -hmm. but I like people's life stories too. It's also very fascinating because remember when um, uh, they used to have like the Eat True Hollywood Story specials on people, Jamie? Like, yes, I used to watch that a lot. <laughs> I had a shirt the day I moved into FIT freshman year. I had a shirt that I that said something along the lines of like, I'm an Eat True Hollywood Story or something that I got at like the Marcus outlet. Oh Jamie, you would have that kind of shirt. That's so cool. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome oh my gosh that's like that's the rest of that's like the main parts of my unpopular opinions yeah that's pretty much it for me um i have a few favorites yeah do you want to go into favorites then now yeah let's do that boom jane what are you loving the last week or so okay so um i wanted to mention a product that i've been loving that we mentioned in our gift episode i bought a roku hey. uh, i got a roku express it was super cheap 30 bucks. Uh, I got sick of my Apple TV. It was old and I wanted something new with more features. So I got a Roku. Uh, I have been using it. And what I love about it, guys, is my, I think my favorite feature is that you can stream Spotify through your television. And I did have a Google home speaker, but that I got for free. Uh, it, the connect, the Bluetooth connection, like, isn't great on it, unfortunately. And I don't like that you can't use it with, uh, other apps on your phone. But the fact that Spotify is on Roku, I just log into my account. I can play podcasts, music through my television while I work from home, which I find really relaxing. I love that it has different like free TV channels on it. Uh, you can also, I watched Bravo on it the other day instead of watching it on the app, on my phone or my iPad. It works, <laughs> you can airplay um, and stream things from your iPad or your computer or your phone to the Roku. And it was super easy to set up. Like literally you just like plug it in your TV, plug it in the wall, or you can, or if your TV has a USB port, you can also have it powered that way. So less cords, it turns on super quickly, it works. And yeah, and then um, I also, through that, I've been watching on Netflix. Um, there was, there's a cute little mini series with Paul Hollywood from, Great British Bake Off. Uh, it's kind of similar to Comedians in Cars. Paul loves cars, and I didn't realize he also races cars, apparently. And oh, so cool. I think it's called like Paul Hollywood's Big Continental Trip or something. He goes to Italy, Germany, and France. And he it's a three-part series, and he explores the different car manufacturers that are there and different cars they're known for. And it's really cool. Um, if you're into Formula One, in the Germany episode, he goes to the Nordschleife uh, the, the famous, uh, racing ring, which is really cool. Uh, so yeah. So I really love the Roku and I really recommend it. I think my parents might get one. I was telling them about it. <laughs> my dad was like, Oh, I would like to watch YouTube and Netflix on my television. Uh, Jamie, oh, geez, are you getting, you're getting your dad into it. <laughs> so, cause, well, so the Apple TV was his and then he wasn't using it. And so then I took it um, but we've had this Apple TV since I was in high school. It's very, very, very old. Oh, wow. So it yeah. doesn't work as well. It, you can't really update it. 
it's very limited in what it, I mean, it's not, I shouldn't say it's limited, but for example, when I would watch Netflix on it, I'd have to turn the volume on my TV up to like 60 to hear it. Like it never, the volume would never balance well when I would watch stuff on it. And I got really annoyed with it and I couldn't, and it might, the airplay on it, like it would always conk out. It never worked proper. It would, it started to just not work properly with my phone or my iPad. So I just got really sick of it. And, um, <laughs> Roku and I recommend the Paul Hollywood thing. I also um, want to, I have two other products and a place. Uh, I want to recommend, I know I recommended the Unigo Heat Tech leggings, but also wanted to recommend a jacket from North Face. They make these reversible parkas that are really good. They're pretty lightweight, um, kind of similar, I guess, to maybe like a Patagonia, but uh, they're really good for when it's like when it's cold, but it's not like below freezing. And I like that they make these that are, they're fully lined, but they're also fully reversible, which is really cool. I have an old one, but we'll link a newer one in the show notes. Uh, I just think it's a really great buy. They are kind of expensive, but it's my go-to jacket. Um, and they have zip pockets and stuff and it's good quality. So I wanted to recommend that if you're looking for a good, like in-between-ish jacket for yourself. Um, and then the next product I want to recommend is I got a chair from Burrow. And you might have seen online ads for Burrow. Uh, what makes them cool is that it's easy to assemble furniture. It is expensive. I bought a chair in an ottoman and it was almost $1,000. Most furniture costs that much to be frank. And it, to me, this was the most comfortable and the most affordable option when I was looking for, to get a new piece of furniture for my apartment. Um, it does take like almost a month to get to you after you order it. Cause it's all custom made in North Carolina, but the furniture was super easy to assemble. It's super comfortable. They made a color that I was looking for and the instructions were super easy to follow. Their customer service is amazing. I had to contact them a few times to kind of track where everything was. And even though it all came in three boxes, all three boxes shipped within three days via UPS and they all came at the same time. And I really appreciated that. And now I have this really fun chair. Oh, and it's not heavy furniture either. It's really easy to move. So if you need to rearrange your house or your cleaning, it's very, very light furniture, which I also really appreciate. That's so important, Jamie. I feel like in rare, because a lot of furniture is very hard to move by yourself. <laughs> yeah. I also you know? got a, a pretty significant discount. Um, I have Honey installed in my browser and uh, I was able, to, I, somehow it found me a coupon code and I got like $190 off my order. Stop. So good. I love yeah. Honey. So love that honey. was great. And uh, yeah, so I paid a pretty good price even after taxes. The shipping is totally free, which is also really good because if you get furniture from like a pottery barn, West Down, they, you know, it's $100 just to get it delivered to your house, um, which is crazy on top of what you're already paying for the piece. So yeah, I really recommend them. Um, I ordered the Nomad chair. It is not modular like their other furniture is. So just be aware. I had to call customer service and ask them. So if you buy like my chair, I can't make it into a couch where the other burrow pieces you can if you want or expand or make them smaller. So just take note of that. The Nomad is not um, not modular. And then the other, the last thing I wanted to mention is a adorable, an adorable little restaurant here in New York City. It's one of my favorite brunch places. I went there um, very recently before New York started to kind of go more on lockdown. And it's Penelope. It's in Kipps Bay. It's actually right by um, 
Dover Street Market here in New York City. And it's adorable. They have a great brunch, great brunch cocktails for they're doing like specials for Thanksgiving. Um, they have a really hot front of house manager named <laughs> It's very exciting, but they're so nice. They they actually at one point before COVID, like almost a year ago, I would say, they actually closed and they were supposed to be closing for good. And then something happened and they were able to reopen. Um, but their brunch is amazing. So if you guys can take out from there, or get delivery from there, or they have a really lovely outdoor brunch area. Um, and it's very small inside. They have everything very separated. If you're comfortable with indoor dining, um, I just really, really recommend them. And it's a nice small business to support. Shout out to Kevin and Penelope. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kevin and Penelope. Yeah, they have great eggs. They they made these. They make these blueberry pancakes that my friend got, and I kid you not, they didn't look real. Like that's how beautiful like the presentation was. So yeah. I love real fake food. I'm just kidding. Our fake real food. You know what I mean? Like- my friends also. I should mention. Um, my friends and I were having brunch there when we found out Joe Biden won. So <laughs> it was a good day for Jamie and brunch. Good, it was like a, it was already like a beautiful Saturday, and then yeah. that happened. And it, but but they're really they're really great. Um, they also do dinner as well. Um, but I think they do breakfast all day every day, pretty much. So. I just, they're a really, they're a, people were very upset when they closed the first time. So, and everyone was really excited when they reopened. So exciting. Yeah. So I went there for brunch forever ago and I forgot what I got, but all I know is that it was very busy there and very hard to get a reservation. However, we got in, waited a while. I forgot. But yeah, they don't take reservations, so but if you have Yelp, um, you can use the wait list feature to get it. Oh, cool. Well, also, I feel like you feel like so many good brunch spots don't have, you know, you can't like, you have to like just like wait in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't so it's like, Smith that's is the nature. one of the only ones that actually takes reservations. Yep. Super true. Yeah. A lot of you can't go wrong like, at the Smith either. <laughs> the Smith is so good, guys. I love the Smith. Jamie and I have had breakfast there, brunch, and we've had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. not the same day. <laughs> not the same day. But yeah, great. Great food all around. Do you mean also because do they also have like such a? I feel like all the locations, even like the one downtown, is still like, like spacious. You know, I mean, they have a lot of tables. A lot of tables. Probably with COVID, but you know, they still have a lot of seating space, which is nice and like yeah, good. Bathroom. They're also being if you if you guys are looking to dine at a place that's being super strict with dining. Um, I went to the Smith as well a few weeks ago with some family, and they were even for outdoor dining, they were being very strict, taking temperatures. Um, indoor dining, they were like basically I think contact tracing people because I saw they had like a camera and everything um but they were super super strict you have to wear a mask whenever someone comes to your table um at all times but yeah so if you're looking for a place to be like semi-strict I the one that I went to at least was um and the food is really good that's awesome. I feel like Jimmy also, not to keep shouting out the Smith, but I love, I feel like also, I feel like you get like a good amount of food for the, for the money too. I like that. I feel like yeah, it's a good portion. It's, and I it's love not that. cheap. It's New York, it's New York prices, but yes, I think you get like a lot for what you pay for. I think so compared to some places. I mean, it's like, dude, like I'm not a pig, but I love to like actually have food on my plate when I'm paying enough. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, like good stuff. And I leave always like purebred, well-fed <laughs> yeah. for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, my favorites this week, guys. Um, that was your last one, Jamie, right? Yeah, that was my last one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, beautiful. I thought it was your final one you said. Okay, cool beans. So variety of stuff today, guys. Variety of things, as always. Keeping it very, very variety, diverse. Okay, first thing I'm going to mention. Um, so these awesome hydration tablets. I think I mentioned before previous episode, just like Jamie and I were talking. The brand is called Noon. It's N-U-U-N. They can be found on Thrive Market. You know, we love Thrive Market. Um, you probably also find them, guys, at a variety of maybe health food stores, maybe like any kind of like 
shop negative sporting goods possibly carries them i'm not quite sure they're an awesome guys little hydration tablet it's a sports hydration tablet i love the lemon lime flavor i got like a four pack of different flavors um a while ago from Thrive Market, actually. And they last a while, guys, unless, like, you have one every day. It's up to you. But um, I have not been, like, running constantly like I once was when I was marathon training before it got postponed in life with COVID. But I've been doing a lot of other kind of, like, mental runs. I just, like, love to run every once in a while to kind of get it in for myself when I'm not teaching um, dance cardio, so it's great. And um, I love, guys, specifically the Noon Lemon Lime Sports Tablet. It's kind of like a not Jamie and a girl, but kind of like has a Sprite Mountain Dew lemon lime vibe to it, but it's not like, you know, all artificial sugar and sweet and all this crap for your body. It's like, it's just like literally guys like a Gatorade kind of little tablet. You just drop it in water, give it maybe like walk away, go to the bathroom, come back and it's going to be fine. You just drink it. You don't have to mix anything. It's beautiful. It dissolves so well and it's really tasty. So I love that. Probably can be found, like I said, a variety of places, but I purchased mine from Thrive Market. So you get usually a sleeve, I think, of like maybe 10 or so tablets, like it's like a little tube. So it's super cute and convenient to carry around, like or if you're traveling and you want to have different hydration. Great for any kind of workout, guys, I'd say. And I think there's kind of a lot of different debates about do you take it before you work out or take it after you work out? I like to kind of replenish my electrolytes after I run, but I know a fellow um, runner and like someone's actually a run coach. I'm not a run coach. Um, um, his name is Raj, actually based in New York, super cool dude. And he, I think I mentioned before, like he does it before he runs, which I support, but like my whole thing is, if I drink that before I run, I'm going to go to the bathroom a lot. So I want to make sure you hydrate and kind of balance so you don't lose all the all the hydration. So, you know, enter at your own risk. But it's a great source of hydration, guys. And I love that. Also, wanted to mention um, Cora Organics, Miranda Kerr's brand again. I love, guys, there's a Noni Glow Sleeping Mask. I believe I purchased it several months ago, but I've never given it credit here on the pod. My very simple, guys, clear mask I put on before I go to bed. Not every night, maybe every couple of nights, maybe every couple of months, every couple of weeks, whatever. You kind of, you know, alternate here and there. I use different creams on my face before I go to bed, depending on what's, like, my current routine. And Core Organics, guys, is a very light, thin, um, kind of, like, cream, like I said. It's, like, a very translucent kind of thing. It's Noni Glow. It's all about, guys, you wake up in the morning, you splash water on your face, you rinse it all off, and your face feels like a baby's butt. And I'm not kidding. It's not like Jamie the Drunk Elephant Baby Facial. I've never used that product, but I know it's pretty expensive. Maybe it's, like, a similar kind of vibe, but this kind of Noni, N-O-N-I, it's, like, a big kind of, like, certain ingredient that Miranda Kerr's brand, Core Organics, features a lot. And it leaves your skin, guys, feeling super touchable and very soft. And it looks very youthful and fresh. So, I love that sleeping mask, and it's really fun because you just sleep, guys, and in the morning, magic has been worked, and you feel all fresh and clean, and your face looks really good. <laughs> so that's really awesome. And also, guys, I finally tried, I don't know if Jamie and I mentioned before on Trader Joe episode, but they have, guys, these things that I know I've seen buzzing on social for many months now, cotton candy grapes. Now, some people I know, like my family, they're like, oh, well, grapes should be sour or tart or hard. I like these grapes. They're very soft, but they have like a very subtle, guys. They're still grapes. It's still a fruit. But they have like a very subtle cotton candy flavor, and they're very fun. It's like a little fun little sweet dessert grape. You know what I mean? It's a fun little fruit snack. So Trader Joe's cotton candy grapes, get them while they're hot. I know they're probably going to be gone soon. I think those were kind of like a summer thing, possibly, that they had a little bit into the fall. But um, they're very yummy when I tried them just last week. So I wanted to share. And oh, my last little thing, Jamie, actually, so... Fun fact, guys, I have very, like, fine hair, uh, I think the fine texture. My hairstylist said before, like, my hair isn't that thin anymore. Thankfully, it's gotten thicker with the help of collagen and biotin that I take um, from the brand NeoCell every day. And just, it's good for overall cell production and stuff for hair, skin, and nails. And my conditioner I was using that I mentioned before on the pod, I love the brand Organics, the OGX stuff. I use it, but some of their conditioners actually are too heavy for my hair, I found. And so, my hair was feeling very, like, 
thick and weird, like not like it wasn't rinsing out, but it just it didn't feel like white and weightless after my shower. It just kind of started happening, I think maybe I'd say a couple weeks ago. And I was like, okay, something's kind of problematic. And I was like, just right at the end of my bottle. So I purchased guys a new conditioner I'm using lately, and it makes a world of difference. Anyone guys here who has, like I have very, like I said, very fine hair. Um, it's not curly, it's kind of just like a natural wavy texture to it. The uh, guys, Garnier Fruities, they have like a clean, like clean beauty brand, like certain plans, you know, certain like, I think to me kind of like what commercial beauty brands now have certain type of product lines, guys, that are more natural, meaning they have, you know, no phthalates, no parabens, no dyes, certain other ingredients that can cause problems and just are not always healthy and good for us to be consuming, even in like a hair or topical situation. You guys, it's Garnier's Fruities Pure Clean. Um, it's fortifying conditioner with aloe extract. It smells like a beautiful rainforest. I'm not even kidding. And it's so lightweight. Like, give me, it's so thin, but I think my hair, guys, feels like I just use conditioner only a little bit on my ends because I don't Lay my hair down too much. I need a haircut. I'm getting it next week. It's just like too much hair going on for me. But um, for me, guys, this conditioner, I just use a little bit on the ends, like maybe lower half of my hair. And it, it rinses out so well. It leaves my hair feeling very hydrated, but not too heavy. It's very weightless and it smells phenomenal. So big shout out. I haven't used Garnier Fruities, Garnier Fruities probably like in forever, Jamie. I don't even yeah. know how to use it, you know? It sounds like the, the fine hair conditioner I used from, uh, from Way. <gasps> yeah. Nice, you know, that's one that you raved about before when you mentioned on the pod. That's one of my last favorites, guys. Like I said, I don't usually try out tons of new conditioners, but um, yeah. I was very excited but because I need a lighter that's one. That's one of the reasons why I don't like the OGX products because I feel like they don't wash out of your hair well. Do you really? Even for yours, I feel like because you have like more body to your hair with your but curl. I've tried them in the past and I just, they always, they just really? never worked well on my hair at all. Dude, see, you know what? Like, you're, it's, it's absolutely true. But like I said, I feel like for a while my hair texture wasn't affected by it. But I think after a while it was like, you know, I had used different kinds. I told you, like, the last, the last kind I was using was, I told you, I think I mentioned before on the pod, was the coconut water, hydration, like, conditioner. There's only conditioner, you know? I don't use that much of it. But I think the problem is that, yeah, it's just, like, so thick that it was just, it was too much product. Maybe I should have used less. Maybe I was, like, squeezing out too much for my hair. I don't know. But yeah, you've had the same problem. Okay, well, this Garnier Fruities, the, the, pure, the pure clean line. And that, guys, it wasn't bought in some specialty store. It was literally located at my local Hannaford's grocery store um, in their beauty department. And like I said, the fortifying conditioner, pure clean with aloe extract. It's terrific. I love it. It just like it feels great going in. And just oh, my hair feels weightless. And it's just it's crazy, Jamie. The difference. I feel like you know more about that because you've experimented with more hair products and stuff. My but, hair texture has changed so much during like the last ten years. But yeah, has I like it really? Experimenting with hair products. Yeah, I have fine. I have fine textured hair now. I used to have pretty thick, coarse hair. Um, but not anymore. Apparently, your hair texture changes every seven years. I learned. So, oh, because the proteins come from which like your body, and then it, like goes through your hair. And I don't know. Um, my mom has really fine hair though, so she can't use heavy products either. But yeah, especially having curly hair. Like, oh my god, the amount of hair products I've tried is like ridiculous. <laughs> but I love it, Jamie. Yeah, but like I said, guys, I mentioned OGX before. I'm not saying it's a bad product, but the the conditioner I recently changed to my hair. I also think it could be a seasonal thing, Jamie, too, right? I mean, everyone's different, but I know, like, in the summer, maybe, like, maybe you sweat more or just because, like, you're always warmer more. It could my be My hair different. is drier in the summer because of the heat, I think. Really? I don't think my hair gets dry. I mean, dude, like, not me. Oh, my hair was fried in Israel. So really? bad. Dude. Well, I mean, here's the thing. My hair, it's not, like, leaning towards oily. I'm not, like, a grease ball. But I feel like my hair growing up, like, when I hit puberty, it got greasy really easily. And I was always very self-conscious about that. 
Hmm. Like I shower every day, wash my hair. So I have very fine hair, Jamie. So it's like I think maybe maybe using the wrong products, maybe also eating a lot of crap. You know, if you eat a lot of junk food, guys, also it comes out in your hair. Fun fact. So <laughs> that's the thing too. But um, but yeah, so that's my last favorites, guys. Yeah. Thanks start. for listening. Um, we like Krista and I are will be will be back. Also, Krista did a um a day in her life on our Instagram, so we hope you all saw that. I'll, I'll I saved it to that. our highlights, Jamie. So I saved it in the highlights too. If people, I'm gonna do it for yours too. If you guys missed it, it's in the highlights. I did. I couldn't fit the whole typing thing, but I said I think I said like Krista Day or like Day in Chris. I don't even know whatever words that let me fit. Um, but yes, they're available there. Thank you for reminding me. Continue, then I'll jump yeah. in after. So um, I'm, I'm gonna do one, but I'm gonna do a weekend because if I were to do a day in my life during the week, you would basically see me eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, and go to sleep because I work on a computer all day and I, I can't show you guys what I do, um, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm going to do like a weekend in my life back at home. So maybe I'll, you'll see me driving my mom's car and going to my favorite coffee shops. And uh, you'll meet my parents who I talk about a lot, who are crazy. But- oh, my Jimmy's up. Yours is going to be so good. I feel like, dude, mine was also the thing is, side note, this is like such a maybe first world problem. It's not easy to do a day in the life thing because I feel like I didn't even, you can't even capture it full capacity because half of my day was spent recording and uploading. And I was like, wait, I need to get things done. You know what I mean? So like yeah. depends on the day, but that too. So weekend for sure. But also, Jamie, I wanted to mention before we forget beyond the um, like pod mention, of course, and everything with social friends. I'm sorry, we should mention the top of the episode, and I totally oh. slipped my mind. Yes, we have a very exciting promotion situation for you. So, you guys know, Jamie and I have mentioned before, we don't have like breaking the action for an ad or commercials. We don't have any of that stuff right now, guys. But, fun fact there was a brand called Maxine's Heavenly. They have really yummy soft baked cookies. You can find them at your local grocery store, and you can also order them on Thrive Market, also through their website, guys, directly. They are offering OMG Stop listeners. It's $1.50 for a print-off physical coupon, which you can um, DM us and I can send to you. A, or B, guys, they have a promo code if you shop on their website to save. I believe, Jamie, honestly, it was like what? Like 15, 20% off the bag cookies. Like it was a really good percentage they gave us. I featured it in our Insta stories, guys, just yesterday. So if you didn't catch it yet, um, go to OMG Stop Pod um, on the Chris the Day in the Life. And then I also had a separate highlight that I saved actually with Maxine's Heavenly. So you'll see that the cookie promo, there's no expiration date on it. To my knowledge, we just have that beautiful coupon code discount, guys, for all you listeners here. So you're welcome. And I'm not five dollars off. Thank you, Jane. Five dollars off. Thank you, Jamie. You were checking the we're checking the highlights. Yes. Yes, love it. Let me say good. I made sure guys I saved it there for you to, like I said, find because obviously it expires after 24 hours on Instagram stories. So please, guys, share some love and purchase some Maxine's Heavenly. I have purchased them several times. I don't think Jamie's tried those yet. I've always bought them, guys, and I literally bought them at Thrive Market the day before I mentioned them and the package oh, came in. I'll have the mail. to add them to my next Thrive Market purchase. Yeah, because Jamie, uh, you guys, I think I believe they're they're all gluten-free. It's made with cane sugar and coconut sugar. And you guys, this is like a recent little health tip that I learned. Maybe it's not new, but like a reminder of all sugar is still sugar. Never consume in excess. However, it's healthier sugar, guys, that is used in the cookies. Even still, like, you know, there's still cookies. But even still, they're like a healthier kind of cookie for you. Anyways, they have, I believe they have a peanut butter option. They have a chocolate chocolate chunk, which I currently am eating. Not right now, but I have downstairs in my kitchen. They also have like a, like a standard chocolate chip cookie kind. And um, might even have, do we not have mocha? I think they have some other kind of like crunchy something kind. I forgot off the top of my head, but their website, guys, uh, we'll have included. Again, I'll make sure I have like a, a post of that shared to the IG highlight. So make sure you go there. 
get some discounted cookies, guys. Show them some love. We didn't even ask for a discount, guys, and they offered us a promo code. So, like, let's please show them some love because I believe it's like a woman-owned business. To my knowledge, I don't know if it's like a small team or whatnot, but I know it's definitely like a super sweet woman who is so responsive on social media and via email. So, so excited, guys. Happy to share with you as listeners. And like I said, hope we'll have some more of that kind of stuff or even other kind of things to come. But there's no ad with it. It's just a fun little share. So I want to make sure I got that out to you today before we close out the episode. (laughs) Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Jamie. I'm Krista. We'll see you in a bit. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. (laughs) Ha <laughs>